Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hi, parents. Welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. On this episode, we're going to explore the importance of self-care for parents. I'm calling this episode Nurturing the Nurturers. I'm Renee. I'm so glad you're here because parenting teens and tweens is hard. It can be emotionally and mentally exhausting and draining. And although parenting is a wonderful, rewarding journey, it can also be incredibly demanding. And sometimes we don't reap those rewards until the kids are a little bit older. When you're in the midst of parenting teens and tweens, it can feel like a thankless job and like you're unappreciated and unloved. And that's why today's episode is so important because we're going to be discussing why self-care is not just a luxury, but a necessity for parents. I'll be sharing practical tips to help parents prioritize their own well-being so they can show up as the best version of themselves for their children. So the first thing I want to talk about is why parental self-care is so important and really what it is. And so why is it so important? As you know, parenting is a 24-7 job. And as a parent of a teen or tween, it's often during the sleeping hours that we are still worrying about our kids and our minds are racing. It's easy for parents to get so wrapped up in their kids' needs that they neglect their own. But when parents take care of themselves, they're better equipped We're better equipped to help our kids when we are not so stressed and strung out and overworked and feeling drained mentally, physically, emotionally. It's like the oxygen mask analogy on an airplane. You have to secure your own mask before you can help others. So what does self-care look like for parents? And it's so true because if parents are completely burned out, we can't be our best selves. Not as a parent, not as a partner, not as a person, not as an employee. And that's when a lot of parent guilt comes in because we aren't showing up for ourselves, but we're also not indulging in self-care because we think it's selfish or we don't have enough time or whatever that reason is. So the question is, what is self-care? And self-care comes in many forms. We've talked about this before on other podcasts. It can be finding time for exercising, engaging in hobbies, seeking support from friends or professionals, or even just taking a moment to breathe and relax. It looks different for everyone. So there is no right or wrong way to practice parental self-care. The next thing I want to touch on is overcoming that all-too-common parent guilt and prioritizing yourself. Because It's a common hurdle for so many parents, that feeling of guilt. They feel guilty for taking time for themselves. So how can parents overcome this? Guilt is a natural feeling. We've all probably felt it from time to time. But it's important to remember that self-care isn't selfish. It's actually self-preservation. 
when parents care for themselves, they're better better able to care for everybody else. And that's a really powerful perspective. So I'd like to say that again, maybe say it with me. Self-care isn't selfish, it's self-preservation. That is a big mind shift for a lot of parents. Self-care isn't selfish, it's self-preservation. Because it can be really hard as parents who struggle prioritizing their own wants and needs to make that shift away from the guilt and away from feeling selfish to, hey, this is actually self-preservation. Every time you invest in yourself, whether that's time, money, or energy, you're also investing in those you love the most. Also a mindset shift. Everyone benefits. There's a, there's a reason there's the quote, when mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. So what are some of the practical strategies and self-care tips for parents on how to prioritize self-care amidst the busyness of parenting? And so I'm going to give you a few ideas, and I'm sure you probably cannot come up with a whole bunch more, but there are a variety of self-care techniques that are accessible to everybody, even those with busy schedules. So I'm going to talk about three specific types of self-care. The first one is physical self-care. So that's really just taking care of our physical body. That could look like exercise, nutrition, going for a walk. If you're a gym person, going to um, the gym or do yoga or just doing a few jumping jacks in your backyard to get your heart racing is a form of physical self-care. You're going to feel the endorphins going, doing a few push-ups downstairs, doing some squats, Anything to get the body moving is physical self-care because you're releasing stress, taking the dog for a walk, just going outside and getting fresh air. Those are just a few examples of physical self-care. For me, I live in Colorado, so a hike by myself with no music, just hearing nature. That for me is one of my favorite forms of physical self-care. Then there's emotional self-care. So this is the second type of self-care, equally important. This is Feeding your emotional well-being, your emotional state, your mental state. So you can have healthy mental wellness. You can do this through mindfulness. Some people like meditation. Some people like journaling. It might even be taking a nap to quiet the mind. Taking some deep breaths to calm the nervous system, which actually could help with the emotional self-care and the physical self-care if we're calming the nervous system. Self-compassion. Using kind words towards yourself, not blaming yourself, not comparing yourself to other parents or your kids to other kids. It just is what it is, right? Emotional self-care. What kind of words are you using every day? What are your thoughts? Because you know our thoughts make us feel a certain way based on how we feel. We act or don't act a certain way. And based on that, we get results. So really feeding those thoughts in a healthy manner, the way we talk about ourselves, is emotional self-care. So mindfulness, meditation, taking a nap, taking those deep breaths, self-compassion. You're not going to be a perfect parent. There's no such thing. So be compassionate with yourself. If you lose your marbles here and there, everyone's done it, right? Or most everyone. <laughs> so have your, give yourself forgiveness. And then the last one I'm going to touch on is social self-care. And that involves making connections with others. And it looks different for everyone, whether you're an introvert or you're an extrovert. So what kind of social self-care do you need? Maybe it's lunch with a friend. Maybe it's joining church or religious social groups, right? Maybe you like Bible studies. Maybe 
you belong, you do Pilates and you meet with the same people every week. What is your social self-care? What are your needs? It might be, if you play, I have a friend that just visited and she's a tennis player. So she plays tennis. That meets both social and physical self-care needs. Remember, again, self-care isn't selfish. It's self-preservation. We're all human beings. And you deserve and are worthy of daily self-care, even in the midst of parenting. It doesn't have to be long hours. It could be 15 minutes here, 10 minutes there, five minutes in the morning, 10 minutes before you go to bed, maybe taking a bath. It's really easy to come up with excuses not to care for ourselves. But again, anytime you invest in your own self-care, you're also investing in those you love the, the most. And it's really important that you do this this invest in this personal self-care, this parental self-care without guilt. So again, let's we're going to do a few words. <laughs> Repeat after me. Self-care isn't selfish. It's self-preservation. I deserve time for me to be me. I deserve time for me and to be me. I am a good parent. I am worthy. How does that feel? Even if you don't believe the words, maybe write them down. Say them every day because you do. You do deserve time for yourself. You do deserve time to be you outside of the role of a parent. You do. Des- you are worthy. You are deserving. You are a good parent. You're on this podcast. You're a great parent. So remember, parents, we're all in this together. Your well-being matters. And that's it. That's a wrap for today's episode of Nurturing the Nurtures, Nurturers. I hope you found this helpful. Maybe you find a little bit of inspiration. Maybe you're going to come up with some ideas to integrate self-care into your parenting journey if you aren't doing it already, even if you start with five minutes a day just for you, all about you, nobody else. Remember, taking care of yourself is not just for you, but for your children too. When you're at when we are at our best and when you are at your best as a parent, you can give them the love and support that they need and you're less likely to meet emotion with emotion. So thank you for joining us and I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.